Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told to the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Hear your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Drago of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And for the third the installment of our time in August here. We're going to be featuring Roger Gregg, Crazy Dog Audio Theater, with his work, The Last Harbinger. We're now on the fourth installment of five. Um, catching you up with uh, where we've been. Uh, we have heard from the land of Moloch, a land that is killing themselves with their um, planet being destroyed by the search of lubricants. And uh, meanwhile, they're obsessed with their own loveliness and their Lord Mammon and have not really uh, started to concentrate on what's happening to their planet, um, which is becoming poisonous to them. Oops. Um, meanwhile, a harbinger from another dimension comes trying to save them, and they try to kill the harbinger, and this is his adventure, trying to get his word out to the people of Moloch. It's a really excellent episode here. Clickety-clack, no going back. Episode 4 of 5, Last Harbinger, Roger Gregg. Enjoy it, and catch you in a half an hour. Crazy Dog Audio Theatre presents The Last Harbinger, an elegy for shadows fleeting in twilight by Roger Gregg. Episode 4, Clickety-Clack, No Going Back. Our story is set in a possible place on a world called Moloch, in a corner of space. A world hurling to its imminent doom, choking to death on its own toxic fumes. Now an alien harbinger came to aid this land, but they did not welcome his helping hand. Now he is hunted and on the run, with a message intended for everyone. But the powers that be have laid a trap and the jaws are ready and waiting to snap. Hi there, this is Darissa Nurgle. And I'm Jack Sebeko. And Chax, just before we came on air here, we were just saying how lovely you are, weren't we? Chax? Yes, right, I'm lovely. I'm the hyper-attractive face of Channel 66. That's just what we were saying. And you love your job as the hyper-attractive face of Channel 66. And you want to keep it, don't you? Yes. Yes, I do. So today we stick to our list of pre-approved spontaneous questions, right, Chax? Yes, Teresa, that's what we do. Because we don't want to cause a scene like we did last time. Although we did get a great shot of your flum nodule falling out as the guards escorted you from the press hall. Yes. <laughs> we got a lot of cards and letters asking to see more of your enhanced encrusting. Hey, I don't want to appear too intelligent here, but sometimes real events... No, Chax... There are no real events. We are in the business of morale-boosting good news. Ladies and gentlemen and members of the press, the coach and figurehead of Moloch, Andrus Kressel and his wife, Gadriel. Please. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Just waiting for the screen here. My words, you know. <laughs> Have to have words. <laughs> ah, yes. <clears throat> my fellow citizens of Moloch, just like me and my cherished traditional wife, Gadriel. Isn't she wonderful? Oh, oh Andras, darling, really. I 
wasn't at all prepared for this. Oh, you're wonderful. Sincere and warm. You know, whenever I doubt, which I never do, but if I did, just one look at you beside me as we gorge ourselves at the trough of our many freedoms. So many freedoms. Oh, yes, the freedom to, oh, I don't know. To be so very, very beautiful in appearance. Appearance, yes. That's what's important deep down. But our appearance of freedom comes at a price. That's so true. Being as beautiful as me is hard work. And that's why I use Gadriel nodule cream. And the number to order yours is flashing on your screen right now. And while you're phoning that number, I have an important message. Soft and sincere. My fellow Malokians, it really saddens me to have to tell you that despite our best sanitizing efforts, a great evil has appeared among us. Evil? Yes, Gadriel. The stranger, newly come among us, is evil. How do we know he's evil? The signs are obvious. This stranger has been offering hope and comfort to the unworthy. The scourge which plagues us. And the plague which scourges us. Yes, and I apologize for the shocking truths I can now reveal. This being has been using the power of evil to heal the sick. For free! Sweet mammon! Yes, it's true! Even now, he is headed to the terminal exchange from where our lubricant is pumped into the veins of this blessed land. What's he going to do there? He'll offer free food to the hungry! Free healing! To the sick, sight to the blind, compassion to the suffering, and even <laughs> shoes for bad children crippled by impersonal devices. That's just sick. They don't need shoes. Yeah, they don't have feet. <laughs> <laughs> this stranger holds out hope that things might change. Faith that things can change, and the most blasphemous obscenity of all, the belief that things should change. Do not go to the terminal exchange. Remember, are you against us or with us? With you! Are we evil or good? Good! Are we wrong or right? Right! Are you out or in? In! not go to the terminal exchange! Oh man, they know everything. Calm down, Bang. How do they know that? <laughs> they know what we're doing, you hear? Yeah. Oh, we gotta stop it, Bang! Come on over to now! Come on over! Oh, I wanna get off! Let's go! Oh, they inside my head. It's the radio bank. I want off this train. We are not on a train. Let me off this train. Bang, show me a guitar. Why, you gonna sing a song? Maybe we should get him some of that drug he's addicted to. It's a snap? Yeah. He's completely delusional. 
You have bigger things to worry about. They know we're heading towards the terminal. Yes, and they're warning everyone away. Mm. But that's good, don't you see? Every outcast in Moloch, everyone suffering with the plagues or poisoned or outcast, will be drawn to the place. It will have exactly the opposite effects that they intend. They are fools. Oh, they're not fools. They want a crowd there. But this is what you have been looking for all along. A huge crowd willing to listen to you. It's the bait for a trap. You think so? I know so. Start the car. But you just said... I have no choice. Time is running out. The energy of my corporeal suit sustaining me is fading. But maybe we should... Let's go. We do have the elements. No. But you can use no, it to... No, not that way. It's too dangerous. Uh, element, uh, use the element. Shut up, Bang. But you wouldn't have to actually use it. Just wave it around, you know, threaten them. Element. No, you don't understand. If the element destabilizes, it could destroy everything, and not just Moloch. I mean everything. Let's go. Darissa Nurgle. And I'm Jack Sabacco. And we're coming to you live from Moloch's Terminal Exchange, where a huge crowd has gathered. Yes, just behind me you can see the towering concrete wall off the massive dike which holds back the rising sea, beyond which the mega tankers arrive, transfusing the sanguineous lubricant into the pulsing arteries which fuel our rapaciously wonderful way of consumption. Of course, and Chax, you're looking particularly... Lovely? Yes, your nodules, lovely nodules, shine even through our vulcanized insulation suits. Don't they? Jax? Will I take them off? No, no, no. Because no. I will and flash my nodules right here, right now. Is that what you want? <laughs> Jack's always joking, aren't you? Yeah, yes. I'm a toxic barrel of laughs. Joking and so lovely. But we aren't here to joke, are we? No, Dorissa. These insulation suits mean we can get right up to the action. Right in among the many plague carriers. That's right. And let's not forget the pus oozers. Yes, those two? Yes, all of them desperate enough to defy government warnings and our dear Lord Mammon's divine will that they suffer. All looking for free handouts, but you know... Camera two, let's get a close-up on Shaq. Standing here ankle-deep in toxic waste, and seeing some of the footless, ugly children up close, it kind of almost makes me think that maybe we should... Should what? I don't know. Help them? What? I mean, we do make the landmines they've stepped on, and the friendly bombs and things. <laughs> That's crazy talk, Jax. They only have themselves to blame. They wouldn't step on the impersonal devices if they weren't trespassing. Hmm, I suppose. Remember our one true faith, Jax. If these poor people were among Mammon's elect, they'd be rich. Remember the hymn? When you're with Mammon's love, you, you are, are rich. rich. Yeah, you, you are, are rich. <laughs> For the poor, he will trample. In the ditch. Yes. In the ditch. Feel better now? <laughs> yes. Good. That's the beauty of our fundamental faith, Jax. It frees you from the need to question. Question what? 
anything. <laughs> There's some disturbance in the crowd. Yes, Teresa, and like all great journalists, I'm going to risk my own safety and dive straight into this crowd to get up to where the action is. What are you doing, Jack? I'm proving to you and everyone that I'm more than just lovely. Sure, I have lovely modules, excuse me, but I'm also a damn fine journalist. Sorry, oh, oh, sorry, Dr. Farmer. There, As Jack Cybaco moves towards the plague-ridden throng, I will stay back here at Channel 66 Good News Van. Stay close to me, Captain. There he goes. He's so lovely. Jax! Are you in position? Yes, Teresa, I'm here. The stranger has just arrived. The uh, excuse me, the infected and smelling crowd has parted to let them through. Uh, and they're right here beside the main terminal. The stranger... Who is evil. Right, well, evil has two people with him. A woman and an old man. Hello, hey there. I'm Jack Sabacco. The lovely Jack Sabacco? Yes, that's me. I didn't recognize you in the insulation suit. The news is here. What? I said, the news is here. This man here, in the vulcanized suit, is the lovely Jack Sabacco. Hello! Hello! Are you going to cover this? Yes, there's my camera, right there, see? Oh, yes! I'm Ben Dagan, there's too many people on this boxcar! Get off the boxcar! Give me back my microphone! Ben, not now! What's wrong with you? He's a snap addict! Stop the train! Stop that! These amazing pictures are coming to you live and real thanks to Channel 66 Real Good News. People of Moloch, please listen to me. I've been sent here to deliver a message. Why is the great dike behind you about to break? Because your seas are rising. Why are you covered in cancers? Because your sky is overheating. Why are millions and millions of you dying of hunger while at the same time... Can you fix my arm? And my foot. What? The kid needs a new foot. And I'm blind! No, wait! I need logical enhancement. I don't do... I want a mansion. Get me a new car. Get real beauty cream. I'm too fat. Siphon me. Siphon me. Siphon me. Siphon me. Listen, please. Siphon me. speak. I'm not here to siphon you or enhance your nodules. And why are you here? I'm trying to tell you. Your civilization... Your way of life, the way you consume, the way you think, your notions of progress, they're all flawed. So? So? So you have to change it. What, you mean everything? Yes. Otherwise, you're doomed. What are we now? Doomed. We're doomed. We're not doomed. You're doomed. Aren't you going to do what we ask? For free. Yeah, do what we want for free. No. It's a fake. You lie to us. The big coach was right! He is evil! We haven't surrounded Dr. Malthus. Good. We'll have to move quickly before the mob tears them apart. Down them! What happened? You're bleeding! They are stunning us! Why? It's traditional! No! Stop! 
Sir, it's getting violent up here. All units, get them out of there now. They must be taken alive. Ow! The crowd has really turned against the stranger. I repeat, they have turned against the stranger. The first stones have been cast, and now the crowd is... Whoa! There goes a brick. Train stops here. Bang, no! He has the elements! I'm gonna smash this right into the tracks. Bang, no! You mustn't! We're at the last stop, and everybody getting off! What's he got? It can destroy everything! Derissa! Yes, Chad? The old man, I repeat, the old man seems to have some kind of bomb. Clickety-clack! They ain't no going back! What is it? I think they said it's some kind of bomb! A bomb? A bomb! He's got a bomb! What's going on? A madman's got some kind of bomb. A bomb? What bomb? It's small. It looks like a test tube. The element. He has the element, of course. Professor Abigor. Do we take him out? No. Keep the crowd back. But they do it! This is incredible. A madman, his mouth foaming from years of snap addiction, has got what they are saying is a bomb, and he's threatening to blow himself up. And I guess everyone here as well. Chax, can you talk to him? I'll try, Darissa. I'll just move forward here onto the tracks and see if I can have a word. These pictures are coming to you live and exclusively from Channel 66 Real Good News. What you're seeing is obviously a premeditated attack. Check. Stay back. Can you tell us how you feel right now? What? How does it feel? Have you come to check my ticket? What ticket? For the train, man, the train! Please, Bang, don't do this! Easy, Bang, easy! What's this? It seems that the stranger is trying to defuse the situation here. What's that, Chad? I said, We seem to have lost our sound link with our lovely Jack Cyberco. But as you continue to watch these real live pictures, I'll describe for you these awful events unfolding before us. As you can see, the stranger is trying to explode a mysterious bomb right beside Molak's terminal exchange. An explosion here would of course be devastating. It would cripple the lubricant supply network and perhaps even crack the giant dikes which protect us from the rising sea. Wait, what's this? The stranger has taken hold of the bomb. He's obviously trying to get it to explode, but... But it's not working. He, he's holding his hands up. Several guards are charging out of the crowd. Now, the bombers are being hog-tied and taken into custody. Wait. Our sound connection is back, and we can rejoin Chax at the scene. And gentlemen, this has been brought to you live on Channel 66. This has been the most amazing event. Proof again that here in Moloch, fiction is often stranger than fact. And that's the way it really is. I'm news journalist Chax Sabaco. Back to you, Darissa. Uh, thanks, Chax, but I'm afraid we didn't get any of that. What? We lost your sound link. My greatest journalistic moment ever, and you missed it! Oh no! We were getting your cameraman's pictures during the stranger's frenzied attack. The stranger? No, he wasn't! Don't worry! Even though we didn't hear a word, you looked lovely. No! No! Oh, he's crying! 
crying. Can we get a close-up on that? And there, the lovely Jack Sybecko, overcome with emotion. It's Sybecko. Sybecko. Tears of joy at having survived this near tragedy. Get his nodules in the frame. Hello everyone, I'm Darissa Nurgle. And I'm Jack Sabacco. And this morning, our Channel 66 Real Good News team is coming to you with live, exciting coverage of Day 6 of the Trial of the Century. All last week, we've been reviewing in slow motion the last 200 years of atrocities committed by all the shadowy groups we lump together and over-simply call the Thread. How could we forget? We can't. The footage is just too good. It really has aroused the indignation of this court. And you watching at home. Of course. And speaking of our highly stimulated viewers, can I just say how lovely you look this morning, Jax? Well, I can't stop you, can I? Uh, no. That's why I'm here. Jax, I Once we... my nodules sag, let's face it, you won't be seeing me on Channel 66 anymore. <laughs> You should be thrilled, Jack. So many of the cards and letters we get say you're... Yes, I know. I'm lovely. Order in the court. The case of the people of Moloch versus the stranger is now in session. Ladies and gentlemen. That's Dr. Malfus, the chief prosecutor. For the further emotive baiting of the court, we now submit the live closed-circuit TV testimony of Moloch's great figurehead, Andras Kressel. Hello, big coach. Pull up my nodules, child. Yes, Mrs. Cresson. Can you tell the court... Find them. Quickly, quickly. Uh, yes, ma'am. Bigger. We seem to be having technical difficulties. I'm going to talk important things. Pull them pasta raffles of my apron. Hello, the coach Cresson. Just do it. Now show me my words, right? Oh, ma'am. Hello, what coach Cresson. Oh, I'm sorry, Mrs. Cresson. Oh, please, no. Oh, no. I'm told they're sorting out the problem. Oh, Mrs. Gressel, please, no. Don't make me sleep. Oh, please, no. There's no way I keep it around. Do you want Mr. Gressel? What? Uh, Hello? Ah, yes, it's working now. I'm Andres Gressel, the big coach. Indeed. Oh. Now, sir, can you... I'm sorry I can't be with you today, but thanks to this TV link-up, I can be with you today. No, don't get up. Stay passive on your couch. And, oh, hello. Yes, uh, joining me now is my lovely wife, Gadril. I uh, didn't know you were here today, Gadril. <laughs> oh, I couldn't let you down, Andras. My place is by your side. I'm sure all the family value wives of Moloch feel the same way. Of course they do. So, why are we here? Well, this morning, we're adding our voices to the millions crying out for disproportionate vengeance. Oh, this is about the strange stranger who tried to destroy the terminal exchange to undermine our way of consumption, isn't it? That's right. Well, how can there be such evil in the world, darling? Can't they see that we're special? We have the food, the lubricant, the medicines, and we look great. 
and they don't, they're... Ugh. It's true, Gadriel. Just one worthy citizen of Moloch is worth 14,341.7 unworthy, worthless people. And that's a fact. Well, that what makes them worthless? And being worthless means that you're despised by mammon and therefore evil. Well, then they must be evil. They don't own many Jews. They don't even have feet. Ha <laughs> ha! Joking aside, <clears throat> sternly, I think that everyone watching at home knows in their hearts that this stranger who tried to overthrow our blessed way of life by blowing up the terminal exchange must face the ultimate... must face the ultimate... Must face the ultimate what, Andras? Ah, uh, I, I don't know. What? The screen is gone, see? Oh, your teleprompter. It's broke. Somebody do something. Can I go now? We seem to be experiencing technical difficulties. But I think Mr. Kressel is being very clear here. Turn that off! Cut the closed circuit link now! I think we all know that our big coach, Mr. Kressel, has just been very, very clear. There is only one verdict this court can possibly reach. And reach it we shall. His innocence! Oh you can't kill him! Order in the court! Remove her! He didn't do anything! Let him There is real excitement here in the court as today's proceedings come to an end. A conviction looks almost certain. Unless new evidence emerges. But that's not going to happen now, is it? Oh, Chax, you're so silly. Can I just say how lovely you look this morning, Chax? Well, I can't stop you, can I? Uh, no. That's why I'm here. Jax, I thought we... Once uh, my nodules sag, let's face it, you won't be seeing me on Channel 66 <laughs> anymore. <laughs> you should be thrilled, Jax. I'm Darissa Nurgle, and this is Real News. You've been listening to Episode 4 of Crazy Dog Audio Theatre's The Last Harbinger. Featuring Simon O'Gorman, Deirdre Malloy, Morgan Jones, Georgina Miller, Dermot McGuinness, Karen Ardiff, David Murray, Roger Gregg, Phil Proctor, and Melinda Peterson. Dialogue recording by Mark McGrath. Floor manager, Siobhan Mannion. The Last Harbinger was written, directed, and produced by Roger Gregg. Find out more. Visit our website, crazydogaudiotheater.com. 
And that was Roger Gregg's The Last Harbinger, Episode 4, that originally aired on RTE, Public Radio of Ireland, a magnificent miniseries. And we will be wrapping it up next week with Episode 5, then getting into some more original programming for the month of September and ultimately to our Halloween. <laughs> Excellent stuff to announce um, and to keep you posted for that. So um, stay tuned here to radiodramarevival.com. Um, anyways, lots more to be had. Um, in the meantime, um, hundreds of hours of material up on radiodramarevival.com. New ways to contact the pod. Um, you can email me, fred, at radiodramarevival.com with your feedback. Love to hear from you. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Radiodrama. Search Facebook for the Radio Drama Revival page. Or on iTunes, you can find us Radio Drama Revival. Um, that, however, wraps it up for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual shows remains their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, Greater Portland, Maine's Community Radio. This podcast at radiodramarevival.com is labor love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. Mm-hmm.